Chapter 1 Believing the Bible Do you really believe what the Bible says? To some, that may seem like an odd question to ask in a book likely to be read mostly by Christians. But I don't think it's so odd. The Bible has some pretty strange things in it, things that are hard to believe, especially in the modern world. I'm not talking about the big stuff, such as whether Jesus was God come to earth, who then died on the cross and rose from the dead. I'm not even thinking of miracle stories like the Exodus, when God rescued Israel from Egypt by making a way for them through the Red Sea. Most Christians would say they believe those things. After all, if you don't believe in God and Jesus, or that they could do miraculous things, what's the point of saying you're a Christian? I'm talking about the little-known supernatural stuff you run into occasionally when reading the Bible, but rarely hear about in church. Here's an example. In 1 Kings 22, there's a story about a wicked king of Israel, Ahab. He wants to join forces with the king of Judah to attack an enemy at a place called Ramoth-Gilead. Judah's king wants a glimpse into the future. He wants to know what's going to happen if they attack. So the two kings ask Ahab's prophets and get thumbs up all around. But those prophets are just telling Ahab what he wants to hear, and both kings know it. So they decide to ask God's prophet, a fellow named Mechiah. What he says isn't good news for Ahab. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing beside him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said one thing, and another said another. Then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord, saying, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, By what means? And he said, I will go out and will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, You are to entice him, and you shall succeed. Go out and do so. Now therefore behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these your prophets. The Lord has declared disaster for you. 1 Kings 22, 19-23 Did you catch what the Bible's asking you to believe? that God meets with a group of spirit beings to decide what happens on earth? Is that for real? Here's another example, courtesy of Jude. And the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Jude 6 God sent a bunch of angels to an underground prison? Really? As I said, the Bible has a lot of strange things in it, especially about the unseen spiritual world. I've met many Christians who have no trouble with the Bible's less controversial, at least among Christians, teachings about the supernatural, such as who Jesus was and what he did, but passages like this tend to make them more than a little uneasy, so they ignore them. I've seen that tendency up close. My wife and I once visited a church where the pastor was preaching a series based on 1 Peter. The morning he hit 1 Peter 3, 18-22, to 
The first thing he said, after getting behind the pulpit, was, We're going to skip these verses. They're just too weird. What he meant by weird was that those verses contained supernatural elements that just didn't fit into his theology, such as, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. 1 Peter 3, 18-20 Who and where were these imprisoned spirits? That pastor either didn't know or didn't like the answer. So...